was going to say it's the Irish thing, but none of the rest of us that I can think of are. like. When they, you yeah, know. Patrice isn't. I just, no, I'm not. I'm not. This is true. I'm not. <laughs> but I think it's the, like people from Boston, and Bill Burr says this, people from Boston are so funny that you have to be like double funny when you perform there because the average person watching is funnier than a comic. You know, right, like, so it's a little bit a harder crowd. Yeah, you just have to make sure you have to be really f***ing funny. And so, oh, I swear, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Uh, okay. I think Joe Rogan like, said it has to be the weather, I think. Like you're walking to your car, you're like, God damn it, it's cold. It's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like people from Vermont are exceptionally funny and their weather's worse. No, I'm from, from Vermont and I'm not funny. I'm not funny at all. No, it's it's so Adam over there is actually from Vermont, and you just shat on his. It's true though; she's not wrong. Oh my she's god, that was so mean to me. But you know, also it's like because it's a city, but it's not New York, so they have that kind of underdog vibe, which like they're being defensive before they even get bullied. Like, don't pick on me; I'll be funny. I, I think it just has that kind of attitude. All right, no, 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 Jen. Jen no, just real quick, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb is. It is. It is so blown out of proportion. My role on that show. I don't want to disappoint you. I did like. They wanted a writer to come in to sort of punch up, like you come in and you add jokes to the scripts and there's a teenage girl character, so they thought I might be able to bring some like truth to that. Mm -hmm. So I came in and sat in a few sessions and that's really it. And I came up with one idea for one episode, but I didn't ever like put pen to paper and write a script. And for some reason they've listed me like oh. as a writer, like my name shows up on the show and everything. So but, is it one of those phony IMDB credits that you, uh, that you're credited with? Uh, well, I wrote on the show, but if you look through my computer, there's no Phineas and Ferb script in there. <laughs> no drafts. The point is, did I, did the joke make it on the show? Is the joke yeah, I think show? the little the little jokes I came up with probably oh, did. And credits and I, credits do. Yeah, credits credits do credits do. But I think people thought I'm like steeped in it, and I because then a movie came out, and I was like, I wish I really wrote on it. I get some of that movie money. <laughs> right. Dude, yeah, that's you have money. crushed me so deeply. I was told you wrote uh, Izzy's Got the Frizzies. Um, I've got records on my fingers, and the platypus controlling me. I'm hurt right now. Okay, the platypus one, I think that's the one where they tried to build an aquarium in the backyard. I came up with that idea. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you just, like, just saved the, saved the show for him. <laughs> But, you know, the two creators of the show are genius, and they do all the writing. Like, they don't even need anyone's help, but they have people there in case. But, yeah, I came up with that idea, and then they're like, great, we'll write the script. And then they go off and they write it. And then I get all the credit. Oh, well, okay. No, I appreciate you shouting them out right now. That, that, no, that's deep, because you give credit to uh, actual creators. If some of our listeners are comedy nerds, they might remember you from Acceptable TV. And uh, we were talking about home movies earlier, and Shana here is even talking about... Um, oh, these are some deep cuts. I love it. We are, we are old school nerds. We have no idea who you're talking, <laughs> to. talking about. And home history. movies. Oh, home movies. Hell home yeah. Home movies yeah. a Boston show. That was filmed in uh, Watertown. You played Nurse Kirkman. And, and Cynthia. And Cynthia. Okay, so they weren't all good. I'm sorry. Horrible person. Uh, a bad person. I apologize, and I will take my lumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, Shana was actually asking about uh, drunk history earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely love your episodes of drunk history. They made me laugh so hard. Yeah. What is the prep for that, too? Did they give you the topic before, obviously? And do you do you do you research it before you go on and try to remember it the best you can, even though you're going to be wasted while you're, while you're I recording? I had a time travel machine, though. Maybe yeah, pretty much. Well, they send you, like, here's some topics that we think your personality would be you know good for and and you pick one oh this sounds really good and they tell you to like you know so many people come up to me they're like i'd be great at drunk history because i'm good at memorizing dates i'm like well that's not interesting at all like they don't care if you get 
names right or anything. They just want what's a good event that'll look good that we can recreate, like Lincoln getting shot, you know, that kind of thing. They don't care about like, what date something was signed. And so you start drinking slowly. So like you film some of it where you're slightly coherent and then you keep getting more drunk. So it's like a good bar story. Yeah. Oh. They have you on camera when they need you to say something right. You usually say that when you're sober, and then they, they use it if they need it. If you're like, doctor, something went over there, they use that. But then the rest of it, yeah. And I do, it's the only thing I brag about that I feel comfortable bragging about because I'm blackout drunk when I do it, so I feel like I'm not <laughs> totally bragging. But I will say, I think some of the people don't get drunk enough. Don't get I'm just going to be scandalous, Yeah. Some yeah, like, I, I mean, rightfully, you should hippie. be super drunk. Well, I see cats yakking off, uh, you know, just just off screen there, and sometimes on screen, you're talking, they're not hammered enough. Well, some people certainly do, but like I can uh, assure you that pants. when I'm very, very drunk, the last thing I want to do is have a camera in my face because Lord knows what I will say and how I, I will act. So I, I don't know about you. I'm I hilarious. Should, you should be. The bad part is the outtakes, which I think. Um, Derek, Derek, the um, Derek and Jeremy who directed, they're very kind to me because I'm not. But they make me seem like a really fun, happy drunk. And there's some outtakes that they didn't use of me, like, "Are we almost done here?" <laughs> and like, "Where's my food?" And I'm like, "What is even?" And I'm crying and yelling. And I mean, or, I remember one of them. I was yelling, "No one else is drunk here, and you're all judging me." And I was like. Damn. They're like focusedly focused, so they didn't air any of that. But they showed me the footage, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that's it's for the DVD set. Yeah. Like, is there a point where they take the yeah. alcohol away? Like, I think you're drunk enough. <laughs> like, yeah. Do they do they set up designated no. drivers for you to get home too? Is that is that they're all like set here, up? Or yeah. do they keep giving it to you? Like here, have some blood poisoning. Like. <laughs> Which now they they have someone on set with a breathalyzer that comes over to make sure you're not like gonna die. Oh, wow. No, <laughs> oh, that's thorough. Right, you know <laughs> He's like, we and might have done too much. Sure. Well, respect they have them. someone pick you up and drive you home, but I was like, guys, you need to get me like a hotel because you can drive me home and then I'll be home like, I feel pretty good. Let me get my keys and I'll go back out. Like, you never know. Someone could go back out. So I, I actually, I got a hotel room. <laughs> So well, I, was I envision like, T.J. Miller just like popping into a preschool, like I'll fight Charlie. Because <laughs> that's like oh, every character he plays. Yeah, he's no, he's like, he's like six seven. You know, he's, know. he's just a huge. Yeah. Just, I just imagine it's it's funny. It's for all hair, I think. <laughs> it's all hair. No, he's huge. He's like a giant, is what I think of him as. He's like a giant baby. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, he's the sweetest. <laughs> from what I hear, he's a really good guy. I've actually never met him myself. Um, a lot of cats don't come through Boston uh, when they get to that level. That's surprising. Boston's right. a major. Well, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't do that much stand up anymore. But that's one of the big cities you want to hit, Boston. Well, yeah, they no, swoop we through. Still, they don't hang out. Well, yeah. Boston <laughs> is for when you're just starting out or when you're really famous. There's very little in between. Yeah. You know what's good? We get the. Um, I think that is true. We get the Comedy Central specials here. So anytime some cats are coming through to film those, uh, they come through. They hang out for a few days before then. We actually get to talk to them, and you know, hopefully in like a year they'll be you know uh, big and they'll shout us out on. I was going to say Chelsea lately, but I mean, that's, it's to keep it relevant. <laughs> but um, I mean, if you want to be shouted out on Chelsea lately, but no one's going to hear it because it's canceled. Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, that was that was not my intent to go there. No shot for the intent. <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't. I will say everyone thought it was canceled, but 
from the inside, I will tell you, Chelsea took that plane and nose dove it into the ground. She was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So she, in a hilarious way, like we knew for months and nobody was like worried about their jobs. We're like, oh, we're all ready to go. Like it's been enough. Yeah. She was so funny, like going on Howard and being like, the E-Network sucks. Like, <laughs> hey, God, Wait, so she was like trying to so get you... out of her contract yeah. early. She was wow, that's great. Fire her. Dude, she did, she did a lot of new radicals, man. That's, that's... Hey, so... Mm-hmm. Not everybody's that lucky to get out of a contract. No, we just got some behind-the-scenes stuff. Thank you. That that gave us some like credibility. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Real, real news. And she, they just they just mutually didn't sign the contract again. But yeah, she was like, I don't care if they fire me tomorrow. I mean, she was, was like, she... I do not want to talk about Lindsay Lohan one more time in my damn life. So was she just coming up with ideas like, how can I make this the worst show possible? No, no, it wasn't <laughs> I want to say the most to ridiculous thing since If only she did her own version of Springtime for Hitler, but only with like dancing Trumps, it would have been right. fabulous. That would have been great. Don't put that out there. <laughs> Jen can make that happen. Don't, uh, don't do that. I mean, she didn't try to like make the show worse, but you could see on air she would just like throw her cards in the air and be like, "Who cares?" You know, like it was stuff like that. I'm sure she'd want to, like you said, you could only interview and talk about Lindsay Lohan so much before you just yeah. go, "What's the point?" You start to become a celebrity yourself, and it happened to David Spade back in the '90s when he did a Hollywood Minute on SNL. Like the minute yeah. you're a celebrity. You don't seem funny making fun of celebrities. Like celebrities get mad at you, and then you have all this exposure, and you're like, is that all I want to be known for? Yeah. Even us people that weren't on it, we're on it once a week, we were like, you know, we don't really talk about Britney Spears and our stand-up acts. We, why are we like going on TV once a week and acting like we care? Like It does after a while. You're like, oh, maybe we should stop. Yeah, well, also, yeah, it gets sense. once you you talk about it and you get that big, you kind of become that thing anyway. Yeah, it's hard as to well. make fun of the thing you are. Like Andrew, yeah. Di- Andrew Dice Clay was like making a mockery of that character, and then he kind of became that character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <gasps> I what met you- him. He was so nice. That's what really? I hear, nice too. And he's guy. like this pig, and he has this horrible stick, but then it's like the mm-hmm. sweetheart family guy. I, I was him. on Conan. Conan had two guests one night one was stand-up and one was another stand-up usually it's like an actor and then the stand-up so mm-hmm. andrew dice clay was on before me and then i was getting on the couch after him and the producer was like do you want him to stay out on the couch when you come out i'm like whatever he wants i, I was afraid i was like he's sure. gonna bust me and then he got off stage and and uh i guess he watched me during the commercial break and i got off stage and i was like oh he's gonna make fun of me and he was like i think you're so great you, <laughs> you're gonna make it you're so talented you're gonna make it and i said something self-deprecating i go Oh, Dice, I'm 42 years old. I would have made it big already if it was going to happen. He goes, don't you ever not believe in yourself. Don't you ever say that. Like that Arsenio like, episode. He's like, he's like, you believe in your dreams. <laughs> you believe. I love it. Yo, I love it. He's the nicest person, and he's totally not. Over here. You know, usually. So, I would think he'd be like, who's this chick? Think she does comedy over here? Who's this chick you want to bang? Uh, something it's, like that, it's yeah. Just, it's kind of <laughs> nice knowing that that was mostly a Yeah, you know it is yeah yeah but it's always dangerous with stuff like that though because it's like well i'm glad he's not like that but unfortunately the millions of the millions of idiots who think it's that the real thing (laughs) yeah that's the problem yeah don't seem to realize how some comedians yeah even norm mcdonald's i guess is a a stick in a way but that's why he wasn't really a redneck he was a thing (laughs) he put on but People went with it. And yeah, well, Larry the Cable Guy was actually you know, a Larry the cable Asian guy. woman. You know, yeah, no one exactly. saw that coming. He's nothing like that. And Do you know like... that some people don't know that Larry the Cable Guy isn't Southern and his name's not Larry? Some right. people don't know that. It doesn't have not that at accent all. at all? No, no. Dan Whitney, he's a nice guy. 
Yeah. No. He was doing stand-up under his real name for like a decade, and Larry was a character he did. So he's not trying to pretend he's Larry. He thought like, oh, have everyone for, knows I'm doing yeah. it. I heard Adam Carolla. I heard Adam Carolla was a guy who called into like a radio show as well as like some construction worker. I don't know if that's true. Well, you know, maybe that's not character. a bad thing. It, um, Chris, what's his name uh, from uh, At Midnight? Chris Hardwick, Hardwick. yeah. Mm. No, no, not Chris Hardwick. The comedian from Texas who was just one of the dudes who was a regular Twitter commenter, but he was funny enough uh, in his Twitter comments to actually get a spot on the show. Yep. Oh, that's, that's cool. Great. Well, Jen, you've done that yeah. at midnight. I was, I was on the very last episode, and I won. And I feel like I am not getting enough credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's... I'm going to say you took the crown back for New England. Oh, I did. Yes, I did. That's exactly what I did. I took it back for New England. Everybody forgets oh. we have talented people. No, I don't we, think no, we don't. I'm from here, okay? We, uh, we have don't count. Count. It's okay. Vermont that does we it. We got That's... Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, the Wahlbergs. Every, Chris we Evans. own Hollywood. Have, have you been to a Wahlbergers yet? No, Wahlburgers. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. A, do they have a veggie burger? I, I think feel like they, they wouldn't must. have a veggie oh, burger. Knows. Yeah, I feel like they'd be like, no. I want to be in a Boston movie so bad. I'm so annoyed. The women in them are never actually from Boston. And I'm no, like, they're come not. on. Well, let me see, let me so see you, you like, and you know Eliza Dushku in a, uh, in a buddy comedy, in a buddy cop comedy. Mm-hmm. You, want, you know, it's funny. I can't think I of love that. actors that are from here. Yeah, no, I, it'd, be, um, it'd be like, what would be the hook, though? Because the, they're cops, but they're also like, I don't know, professional deep sea divers. They punch people in the face with nuclear submarines, you know, something <laughs> random like that. Oh, Perhaps. See, you should write for Phineas and Ferb. You've got a lot of good ideas. Oh, well, hey, you put in a good word for me. I'm there. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they, Net- Netflix no, is offering be, him a special they right be now. Fisherman and PIs. <laughs> Shane wants you to be a fisherman first. Be a fisherman. Yeah, PI. it's like the perfect storm. Yeah, I'm a fisherman and I'm a PI. I like it. And I investigate deep sea. Oh, oh no, you, you know what? I'm pirates. a fisherman and I and I found a body when I was just fishing and it got me interested in solving crimes and I became a PI. See? Look, it writes itself. No, 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 no. That is the plot of at least three murders she wrote. We can't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. I found a fi- I got a shock. I got a shock. And then they're like, oh my God, that's a body. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh my oh, God. <laughs> it's not a shock. I'm from Watertown. If we, can get, if we can get Angela Lansbury to do a lap dance, I think we got a show. Yep. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she'd have to sell it. Uh, I would happily take a lap dance from Angela Lansbury. That's your business. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems All like right, there's well, so many we... comedies going towards Netflix. I see everyone's kind of has a special out. Like every month, someone new, you know, Mark Marin's just came out. But you have two on I there. I loved it. Apparently. It was so good. But They're you... doing 52 this year, so I'm sort of like. Maybe it's not so prestigious. It's so prestigious to have one, but it's like well, I think I like it, it, it still is. But yeah, like it's just it's getting there's so many now, and is that that's where co- comedy seems to be kind of headed is is the the streaming route. Do you think that's a, a good thing, or, or how do you feel about it in general? I think it's way good because those Comedy Central specials they tape like they air them once, and then it's like not worldwide. So like sometimes I'll wake up at three in the morning and I have to pee, and I'm like, oh, somebody somewhere might be discovering me on Netflix right now. Like it's twenty four seven. Right, but you can do that now with so many comedians that you're not familiar with, and it's just right there. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. It's like, I think it's great. Yeah. All right, so then talk to us about think, your upcoming special here. Oh, my tour. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to Boston. I didn't come last year because I wanted to build excitement. <laughs> I've never played the Wilbur by myself before. I played it like oh. with other comedians. And so it's, I want it to sell out. It'll be really cool. It'll make me feel good. And I'm doing all new material. So if anyone has seen my Netflix, it's not going to be a repeat of that. And it's just talking about like crazy things that happened in childhood that happened in Boston. And then crazy things that are going on in my life now. And like how I'm feeling after the 
election and all that kind of stuff. So I think it'll be funny and uh, something for everybody. Like everyone, I make fun of uh, what was really going on at the Women's March. So I think like, you know, <laughs> Trump supporters won't be offended and liberals won't be offended. Like, or everyone will be a little bit offended. But isn't everyone like offended now? Kind of comedy. I think everyone's offended by something. <laughs> it's always something you don't even expect. You're like, what did I do now? Like, you never know. It's never anything obvious. Like, you come home and you check Twitter and you're like, oh, Jesus. Well, that's how I get most of my news now. <laughs> exactly. like, we, we know, we know, uh, you know, Ted Cruz and I have similar taste in porn, you know, wonderful stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, I, I didn't like click into the story. Is it that he hit like on he a porn like It was stepmom yeah. porn, I think. Too. Yeah, and not only it that, was, on uh, the on his on the official Ted Cruz Twitter. So they, it was literally like beneath something about like, you know, the importance of morality and some stuff. Yeah, so then, he had liked it, then they blamed it on a staffer and they're like, don't worry, that staffer <laughs> has been talked to and he will not be fired. Oh, he will not be fired. He will not he be fired, exist. no. Because well, he's know. not a real guy and because, Ted Cruz Because they're not him. firing Ted Cruz, that's why. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I mean, they must not know how Twitter works that we can see your likes. No, it's there's not, just a bunch of old people like, ah, how's this work again? Oh like, no! He's like, ooh, poor. And you gotta assume like maybe people have a couple drinks after work, like they're not thinking. You're politicians okay, I, after okay, all, of course. Okay, you're now giving me images in my head that I can't erase. Ted Cruz drinking. Ted Cruz with like some liquor in front of his computer browsing through porn is now an image. No! <laughs> now, I meant like he has a classy like two martini dinner where he's talking policy with some lobbyists and then he's like, I had to go back to my computer. <laughs> I got some work but, to do. You know what? I'm I wouldn't have asked him to be like thumbing through it on his phone while he's with his uh, while he's in a meeting just yeah it seems like the kind of oh yeah you're right i mean such an old lady i'm like it's on your computer right it's on his phone yeah (laughs) obviously okay so this dude's there i don't know i mean i think i think if he hadn't made such a big deal about not masturbating then we wouldn't even care but you got to just shut up about that stuff and then we won't try to bust you when when you get caught you emphatically masturbate like, <laughs> like, like, emphatically messy. Why are you putting these images in folks' heads? <laughs> Only because... That's Ted Cruz variously going at it. Who, just... who looks at porn and doesn't <laughs> masturbate? Well, uh, fin- um, you're, you're right. No, fanatics, um, maybe you, uh, psychotics, you French like, Canadians. Like, you're just looking at porn for the artistic quality. You're Both. enjoying the acting. You know, that's when you're you able to... You researching. Yeah, yeah he, you're, you're he, researching he other people's immorality <laughs> by watching porn. <laughs> He has to know what's out there, you guys. Yeah, he has to exactly. check it to make sure the porn is safe. No, I, I know what happened. Can I share a theory? Okay, now, he's so yeah. committed to his cause. but They want the ultimate, ultimate way to, uh, uh, to eliminate abortion and spread uh, abstinence throughout everyone. So he's putting the image of himself just butt-ass naked, maybe sweat pants around yeah, his that, knee that and ankles and just going at sex it. Again. Yeah, I'm saying, right? Bam. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah. Oh. You know, this is, it's, it's <laughs> subterfuge, man. They're very good at what they do. I thought he's providing <laughs> DNA for like the cloning samples, you know. Either way, you know, it's lose lose oh for all God. of us. This is like the, the minister in the whorehouse, you know this, right? Like, I don't know this. What do you got? Like, this is this is like a minister who preaches against extramarital sex, but mm-hmm. he frequents a whorehouse. Jen, I apologize. This is the direction your interview was taken. <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. I'm just kicking back. Like, yeah, tell me more about the preacher. <laughs> We're way off the rails. So I apologize that uh, one of our uh, cast couldn't be here today. James, who's the biggest Jen Kirkman fan, you have no idea how oh, his eyes lit up. Nice. He's a preacher. Well, he. He's active. He's active military, so he actually he's away for the next couple of weeks. Hi, James. Hi, James. <laughs> is that thrilling? Oh no, he's gonna love I tried, it. I tried to say it as flirty as possible. I'm, I'm sure the awkwardness will shine through and make his day. <laughs> he's 
No, Jen, you have been you have been badass and spectacular. I want to thank you so much for talking to us. I thank you guys. It's been great. And uh, Boston, come out to my damn show Wednesday, September twentieth at the Wilbur Theater. Awesome. And could you give us a shout out before you go? Geekdashdown.com. I will, and I'll tweet it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're so welcome, Jen Kirkman. You have an awesome day. All right. We look forward to seeing you. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.